This is episode N, Networking Within Your Community, with Julia Toothaker. This is A is for Adversity, a podcast about navigating the obstacles in life. Thanks for joining us this season as we talk about how a community can help. I'm Jen. And I'm Rachel. We're here to be a part of your community this year as we learn together. Hey there, welcome to the podcast. I just wanted to say that coming soon is the Q&A episode. I do this once per season, and this is an opportunity for you to talk back to me and let me know what you want to hear me answer on the podcast, what you want feedback on, what you want to know about me in my personal life. Just a time to, again, just share what's going on and what you would like to hear. Even if you don't have a question, you just have an example of community, go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at is4adversity. I do keep all responses anonymous because you never know who would be having the same question or if it's sensitive information. So again, just reach out. I'd love to hear from you. If email is better, you can reach me at genbank16 at gmail.com or check me out on my website, is4adversity.com. Now I will introduce today's guest. We will be hearing from Julia Toothaker. She mainly works with mid-career professionals who have kind of hit a wall and are kind of seeking direction as where to proceed. She has some fabulous actionable tips on networking and as well as just some good advice for keeping people in your network. We recorded this interview quite a while ago when I was at the beginning of my business networking journey. And so it was fascinating to re-listen to it now that I'm further along in networking within my community. So it was a great re-listen. I know you'll love listening to her. So we'll just head right into the interview. Okay, well, I'm here with Julia. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Yes, I'm glad you could make it to this. Uh, So would you just mind introducing yourself and what you do to my audience? Yes. Well, my name is Julia Toothaker, and I am a career coach and strategist, and I own a company called Ride the Tide Collective. I am a solopreneur, so I do everything that comes out of my company. Um, I've been doing career development for about 12 years, got started in higher education, spent eight years there working in career offices and training and doing all sorts of things related to career development had some big life changes that happened and started my own business. Um, I think almost five years now it's been, which is wild to me. Yes. <laughs> um, so I've been, yeah, I've been doing that. Um, and I have a, a counseling focused master's degree, which I always like to share because I think sometimes when people hear coach, they're like, what does that mean? Have you been trained in anything? <laughs> what are you doing? Yes. Um, and I have, I've been trained in counseling techniques. And so my approach uh, mirrors that a little bit more, although my own personal style is a little bit more coaching. So I kind of put those two together in how I work with clients for career development. Yeah, that's great. Uh, as an entrepreneur myself, how has that been starting your own business, like you said, and and getting that up and running? 
Yeah, it's been wild. Uh, you realize how much you don't know uh, when you start your own business. So true. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I feel good about obviously the content pieces, working with clients, things that I've done for many years. I'm like, I just want to do that part. Mm-hmm. But the actual building of the business part has been, I think, the biggest struggle because the online environment and just wanting to reach a broader audience versus um, only a local audience just requires a different level of engagement and strategy that I really was not prepared for. And so I've learned a lot along the way. (laughs) Yes, that's so fascinating. I love hearing everyone's story and their journey. I feel like I'm stuck in the marketing boat right now. So trying to figure out all that and reaching, you know, other people. So yes, marketing is such a challenge. (laughs) Yes, so true. Great. Well, what would you say is the importance of networking within a community? Oh, man. So I feel like this is this question was made for a career coach because mm. this is such a big part of what we talk about when it comes to career, regardless of where you're at and what you're trying to do. Um, and I think networking within a community, especially in this day and age, can take on a lot of different forms. So back when I was working full time, I was very location bound, which essentially means I was looking for opportunities within the community that I was living in or closely surrounding that. And so I always was trying to network within that specific community, which has its pros and cons and opportunities and all of that. But now, because I basically have a global audience for all intents and purposes, networking looks wildly different for me. And community has a different meaning for me than it did before. And I've moved also. So even Mm. from a local standpoint, I actually don't do a lot of promotion locally because I just have a broader audience out in the internet community world, (laughs) as it were. And so I think that for me as a career coach, that's been really interesting to change my thought process around that, especially as more people are wanting to do remote work. And what does community look like to you? And so I think now we're building really our own community and it can be so diverse in terms of location and who's a part of it and all of that. So I feel like that's a long answer, but it's such a complicated question these days. So true. You're right. Just with the social media world and that's a community in and of itself, like you said. So what is your ideal client right now or who do you primarily work with? Yeah, I primarily work with mid-career professionals who tend to be on the more ambitious side. So they are very career oriented. Um, They want to excel in their career. But the caveat that I'm seeing quite a bit is people who have always excelled in their career, but they're hitting a wall Mm. and they're just lost and they're not quite sure where to go. And they don't know if they should throw away the last 20 years of their career or if uh, they should keep going, you know, and just do something different and all of that. So a lot of my clients are going through something Mm. and we work together to really figure out what's at the root of that and then what makes the most sense in terms of strategy moving forward. Yeah. And that is so perfect. Your business name, Ride the Tide, you know, it goes right along with whatever bringing, whatever life throws at you and riding that through. Yep. <laughs> That's so good. Love it. 
I'm glad you made that connection. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So good. (laughs) So what's a personal example or two that you've had with networking? Yeah. Okay. So I have two examples, which I think actually fits with where, uh, what we've been talking about so far. Perfect. So one is from when I was working full time and I was more location bound. Um, during that time, I had a position. I was fine with it, but I also wanted to do something different. But there weren't a lot of opportunities for what I was doing in my area. I had very few organizations that I could move to. Hmm. And while I wasn't exclusively looking for something, I had a really good friend of mine who's also in the same field uh, recommend me to a position that was actually better location, better pay, better opportunity, all the things. Yeah. Uh, and she had actually been approached for it first and didn't want it and gave my name. And basically I had people reach out to me and say, hey, we'd love for you to apply and you know, go through this process. And it was amazing. I ended up taking that position and was such a good move for me. And I loved it because I had that person that was able to advocate for me before I even applied for the position. And so she was like, this is who you need. This is the person, you know, she can, she can make everything happen that y'all want. Yeah. Um, and so that was really great because I, even though I obviously interviewed and I'm, I was qualified for it, I had that extra boost. I just had to prove to them that I was the person that she said I was. And so that was such a great opportunity for me to make that transition. Yeah, that's so neat. I feel like the more people, you know, like you said, the more opportunity you have to recommend people or to, you know, connect the dots for whatever needs to happen. So that's so great. Yeah. And I think too, I want to make this caveat for people as well, because sometimes people see other people in their field as competition Mm -hmm. versus a connection and a network. And honestly, even if they are your competition and her and I have been in competition for things before, Mm -hmm. you still know who's going to be the best fit for something. And you just never know if you're not ready to transition, you want to be able to say, Hey, not me, but this person and help somebody else along. So I really encourage people to just keep people who do the same thing as you in your network. because You just never know when that can get passed along. So yeah, that's such a good point because like you said there's always enough business to go around and yeah whatever the fit is at the time is what's needed yes okay and then my second uh my second example of this is actually being in my business now which again like as a business owner networking looks so different and partnerships look so different now um and i have the wildest like string of networking so i was in a mastermind um couple years ago. And I knew obviously all the ladies in there, it was a smaller group. And I stayed connected with quite a few of them. And then earlier, was it earlier this year or late last year or something like that, um, one of the ladies' husbands was having issues within his career. Mm. So she connected us together and I was like, okay, great. So he and I met and really wonderful conversation. I helped him through where he was and all of that. Then a couple months later, he's like, hey, I want to introduce you to this person that I'm connected to. They are starting a recruiting company and they have a recruiting company. And I think there could be something that you guys could do together. I was like, awesome, great. Met with that person. We absolutely hit it off. 
Um, we are now in a partnership together. I am mm. their exclusive career coach for their recruiting company. Mm. We have products that we um, have partnered on together that are exclusive to what they recruit for and all of that. All because I was in a mastermind a couple of years ago. Yes. And my husband had some career issues. <laughs> and, you know, it's just this wild connection, you know, but I've kept all those people in my network now. And so now I have an even more expanded network that I think is so wonderful. And that's one of multiple examples I have, but I think it's the most fun to see that something from a few years ago has paid off a couple of years later for a partnership. Yeah, that's great. I feel like that's the case with life. You never know where something's going to lead or how you're going to circle back around to someone. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Are there specific actionable ideas you have for others that are looking to network and work within their community? Yes. So one of the things that I've been talking a lot about in in different talks that I've given is really the idea of looking at your personality and your preferences and your energy and making sure that you're doing things that align with that. So what ends up happening for a lot of people is they listen to somebody and that person's like, you need to do these three things. And if you don't do these three things, then you're not going to get from point A to point B. And the reality is those three things worked for that person and has likely worked for some of their clients, but you have no idea if it's going to work for you or not because Mm -hmm. you are your own person. And so I really encourage people to figure out like, who are you? What brings you energy and all of that? And then align that to what you're doing. And I think networking is the same way. And especially because with networking, depending on your personality and how you want to show up, it can drain energy very, very quickly. Mm. (laughs) And so you want to choose networking events and opportunities and strategies that fit for you. So for example, I do not like going to events. Um, I'm an introvert really by nature and going to events is scary for me. It drains my energy. I'm very awkward. Like it's just, it's not a good time. But I have a good friend of mine who is amazing at networking events, like in person. She's so good. Mm-hmm. And I've like latched on to her at networking events. And it's been wonderful because she kind of brings me along. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been really good. But for me, if I'm doing it on my own, I actually take a more one-on-one approach to it. Yeah. You know, so I'll reach out to people on LinkedIn or, you know, if you have like a community business board or something like that, you can just connect with people more one-on-one if big events and things drain your energy. And so that's, that's my encouragement for you is find the networking strategies that fit for you instead of trying to fit yourself into the strategies that other people are telling you you should do. And those other people are wildly different from you. So that's like, (laughs) that's one of my overarching things for people to make sure that they understand there is no right or wrong. It's what is most comfortable for you and what's going to get you, you know, what you need from it. Yeah, that that's so reassuring. Because like you said, it comes down to your personality and what matters to you. And, and it's not as daunting. I feel like one on one is so effective. That that would probably be my style too. And the problem is, is that I feel like, well, I see it as a problem is that it takes so long but i feel like one by one and word of mouth is so effective like that's just it's what's going to happen in the domino effect like you mentioned earlier so i just need to you know clear out my thoughts that 
that's just the the most effective way to do it and the most personable and you know i've heard before too it's like you don't want to go viral you want slow consistent growth over time so yes yes going viral is actually like the last thing that i want because it's it's too unpredictable Mm-hmm. And you're more likely to get clients that don't work for you. Obviously, it depends. It depends completely on what your business is. If you're doing like art and things like that, I think on the creative side, going viral is like the best thing for you. Yes. But as a coach, Service-based. I want somebody to come to me because they've researched me or they've gotten a referral or something like that, so that they're ready and they're like, "No, I know who Julia is." And I feel confident in that. So I'm really in it for the long game. I'm not like a quick fix person. I want that long game engagement, especially when it comes to networking. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's so true. The relationship is more important than than anything else. So that's great. Okay. So what were your other ideas that I'm excited to hear them? Okay. My other things, and I, I feel like these seem so simple, but we don't prepare for it. <laughs> Um, so preparing talking points about yourself. Mm. Um, and that's as simple as how do you talk about yourself in a group or with other people? How do you introduce yourself? Um, historically we've called it a 30 second elevator pitch. I think that's a fine, you know, that's a fine way to, to do it, but having this, having information prepared about your past, about what you're currently doing, about things that are interesting to you that excite you. And then if you do have a more planned conversation, doing your research about that other person and being prepared to ask them questions that you know are going to fit for who they are and what they're bringing to the table. I think sometimes people try to go into conversations off the cuff, which can work but not for everyone. So I think there's a lot of uh, merit in really preparing and making sure that you can speak about yourself positively and confidently. <laughs> yeah, so true. And I feel like I'm I'm with you. I resonate with the introvert comment because I feel like that's something I have to do as well is just really prepare or think through it. And then I'm more confident or more able to get my meaning across. So yes, yeah. yes. And then last thing with networking, and again, I think people just forget this because you get caught up in the conversation sometimes, but know what you want and why you're there. Hmm. So if it's a big event, like have a goal, like who do I want to talk to? Why do I want to talk to people? What is the ultimate goal? Because even if the person you're talking to isn't the right connection, you can ask them, hey, I'm really looking for people who do this or whatever it is. And then that person might be able to connect you to somebody else. So being very clear on that in the beginning helps keep you more focused versus being really broad, which makes it hard for people to help you. Yeah. I'm curious to know your thoughts on business cards because it's funny. We live in such a digital age, but I still feel like business cards are so used and, and effective. Yes, I actually have a box somewhere on my desk. There you go. (laughs) Yes. Right now, and I feel like post-COVID as well, I have not used business cards Mm. a lot. But I did go to a live event a couple months ago, and I had them, and I did end up handing a couple out because that's just that's just what you do sometimes at a live event yeah I don't really have a feeling on it either way I think if you own a business I think it makes sense to at least have a set whether you use it or not and keep some I always have some in my wallet Mm -hmm. you know or my purse or something like that 
but I do so much online mm. that I actually try to make sure that my email signatures have all the right links and yeah. all the contact information you need and things like that. And I think that's what you have to think about whether you're a business owner or from a career perspective, you know, where are people looking for your information? Is it easy to find, you know, and how can you get connected as quickly as possible? Yeah, that's a good point. Great. Well, I always love to ask my guests what a favorite inspirational quote of theirs is. Yes. Okay. I have two because I could not (laughs) choose one. Okay. We'll let it slide. (laughs) Okay. So my first one um, is from Joseph Campbell and it says, we must be willing to let go of the life we planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us. Mm. Um, I love this quote because, again, I work with so many people who are in transition and trying to find themselves. And I feel like that quote really allows you to go, oh, I can let go of this version of myself that I was in a really toxic scenario or whatever it was, you know. And so I, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's go very to. good. Yes. Um, the other one is by Bobby Bowden. I, feel, I think he's a sports person. I'm not quite sure. Yes. (laughs) So that one is don't go to the grave with life unused. Hmm. Yeah. And that one uh, hits home for me. I didn't really go into this in the intro, but uh, I lost my parents very close together Mm. and I'm an only child. And so when I saw that quote, I was like, oh, that really hits home because when you deal with death in any way, you really have this moment of what what am I doing in this world? What am I doing on earth? You know, and my husband and I actually changed our lifestyle after my parents died because we were like, we can't live the way that we've been living and just kind of, you know, meandering through life. And so that quote really uh, holds a special place in my heart. Yeah, that's so good. Thank you for sharing both of those. Good reminders for sure. Because yeah, we need to be living up our lives and not holding on to those expectations or the past. You know, there's all these different seasons and different things to learn. So that's so great. Absolutely. I so appreciate your time and getting to meet you and all the things that you're doing. So if people want to get connected with you, where could they find you? Yeah. So I hang out primarily on LinkedIn. So if you're on LinkedIn, you can look up Ride the Tide Collective or you can look up Julia Toothaker and I am there. Um, Otherwise, you can go to my website, ridethetidecollective.com and all my social links are there along with podcast, a ton of free content uh, and other information about me. Perfect. Thank you for sharing that. And I know I personally will check it out. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) 